The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On this week's episode of Mule Talk, we have a guy that worked for the Mounted Patrol Unit, and he goes by the name of Bob. So, Bob, welcome to Mule Talk. Thanks. Appreciate you having me. Okay, great. Bob, tell me, how many years did you ride with the Mounted Patrol? I was in the St. Louis Mounted Police Unit from uh, 1972 to 1978. Okay. How many were in your unit? Uh, at the largest point, there were 22 okay. on a placement. And we we patrolled all the major parks in Saint, the city of St. Louis. Forest Park, Cronlet Park, Fairgrounds Park, Chain of Rocks Park. You know, all of those we covered, plus Forest Park. Majority of the officers were in Forest Park. Interesting. Normally, you'd leave uh, Forest Park where the Mount of Police Stable is. And uh, they would trailer two horses downtown. And then they trailer two horses up north. And then if you were in Tower Grove Park, you rode the horse from Forest Park to Tower Grove Park. And if you were in Condolet Park or one of the south, you just trailered down there. Were these geldings only or did you include mares or? Quarter horses only and geldings. Okay. And no, and no uh, originally there were uh, no painted horses. Uh, they had to be a solid color, sorrels or bays or, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, now now why is that? Do you know? It was an administrative decision made by the people who originally got the mounted police unit going, my understanding anyway. Okay, so... I wasn't there, I wasn't there when it first started. We were, in, I was in a group of uh, officers, uh, I think there were six or seven of us in training at one time. And there were already three or four officers there. So Okay, well, so the only dark-colored horses, per se, were allowed to be in the Mounted Patrol Unit. Well, bays, sorrels, you know, buckskins. As oh. long as you were, it was a solid-color horse. Uh, in fact, uh, at one time, I was riding an all-white horse. So don't ask done. me why. Okay, yeah. okay, wow. So... How did you, how were you selected? I mean, is there criteria to be in, in the Mounted Patrol? And initially in the beginning, it would be a proportion of height and weight. Uh, you know, you couldn't be obese or anything like that, only because of the the horse, not because of you. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, okay. yeah, normally they, they interviewed everybody to see if the, what their, uh, what their experience was with horses, so on and so forth. There were a lot of us. Me included, I've, I've casually ridden horses, but I was never exposed to the training that we received when we were assigned to the Mount Police Unit. So can you share with us what the training <laughs> was like? Uh, the training was uh, very, uh, very interesting. We started on a Monday morning. We had uh, six weeks of training every day. No, no breaks uh, other than uh, giving the horse a break uh, and lunch breaks. Um, Wait a minute. So, so the horse got a lunch break? <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. When we ate lunch, they uh, they got uh, we took the saddle off and and cross tied them and or put them in the stall. And, and, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, 
the most important part was the horse. It wasn't us. Okay. Trust me. All right. Well, uh, but what they didn't, what, what's unique is what they didn't tell us is that uh, mo most of the horses that they had in the unit or initially were donated horses from all over the state. And how that happened, I do not know. You're but kidding. Like, were no. these rejects? Were these like ju juvenile could, could be, delinquents? It could be, uh, well, there was one barrel horse <laughs> for sure. And uh, there were several other horses. Uh, uh, the white horse that I was riding uh, was donated by a uh, an individual who remained nameless uh, who owned a uh, restaurant in St. Louis. And apparently it was a hunter jumper and uh, the individual got thrown off the horse and broke his collarbone. And that's how we got the horse. He donated the horse okay. to us. I think I know that guy. <laughs> well, nameless. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, what they didn't tell us is that they had the horses in the stall for about a week and just feed them, and and not getting they were not getting out or getting any exercise or anything. <clears throat> and the the gentleman, the officer that was doing the training, uh, had a lot of experience with horses. And uh, he he and uh, he kind of selected who was going to get what horse uh, at the beginning at the initial uh, start of training on Monday morning, and then they would point out what horse you were supposed to get, and then uh, he would get his horse out of the stall, which he had been riding for about a year, and cross tied the horse, and the horse just stood there calmly and. And they, he brushed the horse down. They showed us how to clean the horse, brush him, and that kind of thing. <laughs> then you had to pick the you had to pick the wood shavings out of their shoe, out of the hoofs. Yeah. And he did that. And he did the whole thing. It took him maybe twenty minutes to a half hour to do that. Then they told us, Okay, you get that horse, you get that horse, you get that horse, you get that horse. Here's a halter, get him out of the stall. Well, that was an hour project for some of us. Uh, <laughs> Because every time he tried to walk into the stall, the horse would turn his uh, rear towards you, and then nobody wanted to get kicked because nobody was familiar with the horse. So it was a kind of it was a kind of a dance back and in and out of the stall, in and out of. Finally, he got him out of the stall. They got tired of watching us mess around with it, so they helped us get him out of the stall, and we cross-tied him. And of course, they never stand still. They're always moving side to side, and and just creating havoc. And then uh, we brought we brushed them best we could, and then we had to pick the wood shavings out of their hoofs. Well, I don't want you know how that is. They don't want to pick their hoof up, feet up. So, <laughs> and they just stay, and they stand there and laugh at you and watch you try to lift the hoof up. And you can't, you know, if you lean against the horse, it'll lean against you. If you try to pick the hoof up, it leans down. So finally, they showed us the trick on how to how to get their hoofs up and we got them planed off. So after a period of time, uh, it got to be a routine and everybody was able to do what the instructor was doing in, in about a 20 minute period and so on and so forth. So initially they gave us a saddle and you, they taught you how to saddle the horse and put the bit in the horse's mouth, the bridle and all of that. And then you would walk the horse out in, and they had a fenced in paddock area 
uh, right alongside the Mounted Police Stable, and you would take the horse in there, and then everything had to be done together. You couldn't just get on the horse by yourself, you know, and get on the horse. You had to prepare the mount, and then you had to mount the horse. So the, the barrel horse, every time the, the officer would put his foot in a stirrup, the horse would start moving forward. <laughs> he's I got bet. his he's He's got his hoof. He's got his foot in the stirrup, and he's hopping on his other leg, trying to catch up to the horse to get it get on. Anyway, that's another story on itself. But once we got on the horse, they they just had you walk around in a circle, you know, and get familiar with the horse, see if you could get the horse to trot, and all of that stuff. So after a couple of days, you, you rode. 45 minutes and then you took a 15 minute break you rode 45 minutes and you took a 15 minute break a half hour for lunch so after a week you're riding probably well it's an eight hour day you're probably riding five or six hours a day so you're riding in the in the same paddock every day in the same paddock every day yeah you never went out of the paddock in the beginning you never went out of the paddock wow that's because that's because if the horse threw you off they didn't have to go chase the horse (laughs) <laughs> you see yeah okay it wasn't because you're of your safety it was because they didn't want to go chase the horse <laughs> okay well so all right so after after a week of uh, riding uh probably six hours a day out of the eight hour day period uh you were a, a tad bit sore in your uh, rear end your body was sore Oh my gosh. Okay, so your body had to adjust to this new right. routine and uh so I mean right. other than just riding every day, you didn't do like um I don't know, yoga with your horse or something like that. No, no. No. What 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 they did do as as after the first week of riding with a saddle and a stir- and stirrups, they had a saddle pad that had breakaway stirrups with a girth strap on it. Okay. So you would mount the horse, they would take the stirrups away, and then they would, then you would have to learn how to sit the horse properly and how to post. You had to learn how to post with a trot and a a collected canter. I'll be darned. And that would go on for a while. And in between that, they would, they would, uh, make you ride in a circle at different paces and then they would teach you how to pass a horse you know what i mean by passing mm-hmm. yes sir okay yeah they would teach you how to pass okay. uh you would uh, they had jumps small jumps you would have to jump over the the rail with the horse with with reins without the reins you'd lay the reins on the on the on the pad on the horse's uh, withers mm-hmm. and you'd have to jump over and stay on the horse this is without stirrups now this okay, is just so a pad did anybody lose their balance i mean did you lose oh, anybody? of course oh, <laughs> everybody oh, oh, oh no that's that's the whole goal okay all right <laughs> the goal is to make you fall off so was this like a nazi dressage instructor <laughs> No, 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 no. Okay. You know, it was the same instructor. Okay. But they, they, they would, they would constantly uh, watch you and make sure that you were, you were uh, seated on the horse correctly. Okay. Uh, and you learned to squeeze with your thighs and your and your buttocks to stay on the horse. Well, that's I mean, a good idea. <laughs> because when you're in a crowded crowd situation, 
you got to be very conscious of what's going on and be able to sit the horse correctly and to get it to do what you want it to do. Now, these obviously, the horse is training just like you are. And uh, they, they become very, uh, you know, how skittish horses are sometimes. Mm. They see a sewer lid or they see a, a gully or something and they don't want to go that way. Yeah. Well, after a period of time, then we went out for uh, group rides with, with the instructor. And the group ride was all through Forest Park. And you were, you were on concrete, you were on asphalt, you were on grass, you were jumping ditches, you were doing all kinds of things. And horses, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, will follow each other. So they would, they would, if we had seven horses and one horse was skittish and didn't want to do something, they would put him in the back and all the other horses would go and that horse would follow Okay, makes sense. All right. And uh, what were some of the the risk situations? I mean, they eventually got over the sewer lids and all of that, right? Well, right. They had to. uh, uh, There was a a sewer that would come in that actually used to work for Anheuser Busch. He he shoed. He was shooing the Clydesdales, Mm. but he would come. He would bring his uh, equipment to the stable, and he would put horseshoes on all the horses and he would put a, 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 a mineral called borium have you ever heard of borium yes sir mm-hmm. okay he would weld the borium across the front of the, the shoe and the two back corners of the shoes on on all four on all four feet okay and and that would allow the horse to walk on the only thing you couldn't walk on is, is polished concrete or polished surfaces. Right. So you could walk on concrete, you could walk on asphalt, mm, and okay. the horse wouldn't slip and fall. The only thing you had to be careful of is you could you couldn't twist, you know, could twist suddenly, because if you did, the the, hook, the shoe would catch in the concrete and rip it right off the horse's foot. Off his, so you had to be very careful uh, when you're on concrete and asphalt. How, how you know you can't turn in a sudden mode motion mm, right and then uh, uh as progress as training progressed you were doing these jumps and they put a trash can lid by the jump and as you were riding by you had to take your nightstick and hit the trash can lid oh okay. so the horse wouldn't be scared of the noise okay wow okay and then and then uh they would stand at one end of the paddock and you would stand at the other end of the paddock and they had a blank, a gun, a blank gun, and they would fire fire shots, you know, the gunshot sound so that the horse wouldn't be afraid of the gunshot. It got You got to the point where you could actually shoot off the horse because the, the noise wouldn't scare the horse. You know how skittish horses are. Right. They, they're scared of everything. Right. Yeah. So these horses, these horses were trained uh, through exposure to noises like trash can lids, gunshots, you know, all kinds of different different things. They would, they, they would, the, the instructors would stand in a paddock, and you do it all of this exposure in the paddock. It wouldn't be out in the park unless you were uh, on the street. Okay. Yeah. Wow. During training, anyway, because they didn't want they didn't want the horse to run away, and they didn't want you to get hurt. 
and the paddock was uh, a dirt and sand configuration so if you did get thrown off the horse uh, it hurt but you, <laughs> hopefully you didn't hopefully you didn't break any, break anything <laughs> and there there goes your workers comp they'll take yeah right right well <laughs> uh, there was there was some uh, interesting things i uh, uh i got uh, thrown off a horse who was a notorious runaway uh, in fact he had a, a, a spade bit and a, and a metal and a metal curb chain because okay. he was such a hard-mouthed horse. And uh, it was always a, a challenge going back to the barn. Going back to the barn is much quicker than going away from the barn. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we, uh, I, I, he was acting up, and I, I checked him. And um, the, apparently, from what they tell me, the, the curb chain uh, on one side of the bit came off. Ooh. So that's like driving a car with no brakes. Right, right. Yeah. So anyway, we uh, he was going. I knew he was going back to the barn. I just didn't know which direction he was going to go, and uh, he uh, he went straight, and I made a right turn. So uh, I got thrown off and got injured. Was out of work for a while, but uh, oh no. Oh yeah, you don't. You know, you're not around animals without getting hurt. Oh yeah. You're going to get stepped on or kicked or something. But uh, these these horses were great in crowd control. Okay. Uh, they uh, they said that one mounted policeman is equal to five policemen on foot. Really. And uh, we would do drills and uh, formations for crowd control situations. And if I recall, if you'll recall, back in the seventies, they had Strassenfest, Hill Day, Bevo Day, Badenfest, all of those different festivals mm. and and we were assigned to all those festivals okay and uh you know the, the the crowd some of the people in the crowd would get rowdy and get carried away and the, the foot officers would go into the crowd and try to try to get uh get the individual that they wanted to arrest and if they had a problem well, we would escort them in it's like parting the waters you know we'd go in a v and and you you train the horse how to pass and uh, all the horses would pass, you know, in a row, just spread everybody out and uh, get who you wanted to get and then bring them back out. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I, I didn't realize that you used horses that were donated to the program. Mm -hmm. What was the typical age of these horses that were being used in the mounted patrol? Uh, they're... Uh, I'm guessing they're between three, four, five years old, six years old. Okay. Uh, All right. So they were and, young. And, right. Uh -huh. Yeah. They weren't. They they weren't old and they weren't young. Uh -huh. um, and every every horse has a personality. Every horse is different. Sure. But you would ride the you would ride the same horse every day. Okay. You're assigned a horse. You take care of the horse. Uh, every, every in the summertime when you get done riding, take the saddle off, brush the horse down, and give it a bath. Oh really? Got a bath every day. Uh, they uh, they didn't have manes. Uh, you were they, they gave us various types, of different saddles. Some were Western uh, modified English split trees, but all of them had tapaderos on the stirrups. Oh, okay. And the reason for that is when you were in a crowd control situation, they couldn't grab your foot and pull your foot or pull you off the horse because the tapadero was there covering your shoe. Wow. 
Yeah. Most of them were uh, 15, 16, 17 hands was the tallest. Okay. It, it was a good time. We, okay. Don't misunderstand <laughs> me. We, we had a great time. But it's like babysitting a two-year-old all day. <laughs> well, now, why do you say that, Bob? But because they have, they want to do what they want to do. Oh, they don't really? want you. They don't want to do what you want to do. They want to do what they want to do. Uh, well, I thought you it, could boss a horse around. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but you, you just, you just in the winter time. We rode in the winter. Okay. At at, at a certain temperature, because. At a certain temperature, uh, they wouldn't let you take the horse out of the barn because they knew that you would tie the horse up and go inside where it was warm when you got cold. Oh. So they didn't want the horse to get cold. So the horse stayed in the barn and you uh, went out and patrolled in, a, in, a, um, in your pickup trucks that you use for hauling the horses around. Okay. And wow. if you look at like today, uh, today is a great day. You rode today. Mm-hmm. You wrote sure. yesterday. Sure. But what really amazes me is that they didn't take personalities into consideration when they were matching up the patrolman with the horse. Well, what happens is the first week, that's exactly correct. They didn't match personalities. Oh, they did. But the, okay. the, second, right, the second week and the third week, they would uh, reassign you if they saw somebody was having a problem and they didn't were get, weren't got getting along or weren't, weren't progressing the way they should then they might consider changing horse or the men and the horse they were assigned to see what i'm saying yes yeah you're right about you're right about the personalities okay yeah because things would but go they, easier if you got along and oh yeah, yeah. right wow right. And, and remember that uh, the one guy i told you had the the uh, a barrel horse yeah <laughs> we went to lunch and we came back and and he and i were talking he says you know he says i'm gonna get on this horse the first time bob i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna because he'd be he'd be 10 feet ahead of everybody else and they're still getting on the horse he's 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 on his way so <laughs> We're all lined up, and he. they all say, prepare to mount. You put your foot in the stirrup. And when he did that, he threw himself onto the horse, onto the saddle. Okay. He did it so hard, the horse didn't move. Really? The only time the horse did not move, when he mounted him, and he flew over on the other side and landed, <laughs> sitting sitting down looking up at the horse. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, <laughs> that's Oh, how do you live that one down? <laughs> well, you, you know, you don't. You know, it's just the way it is. Oh, this is all fascinating. And during your time off while you were getting over your injury, what did you do? Did you do a desk job? or? Well, no, I was actually hospitalized for a few days and then uh, oh. spent the rest of my time going to, to uh, physical therapy after, the, after my injuries. Okay. Uh, wow. But... I was out for a while. I went back and rode the same horse. <laughs> and what was that like, Bob? <laughs> going back? Yeah, well, after after going through all this, what was that like? It was a little apprehensive, but uh, you know, I was I was eager to get back to work. Was your horse glad to see you? I have no idea. He didn't <laughs> didn't indicate one way or the other. They don't talk very much. Yeah, <laughs> you've been a hoot. I want to 
thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to uh, share your Mounted Patrol experience with us. And um, I wish you all the best. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. And uh, uh, If you uh, come across any more uh, interesting horse jobs, uh, you'll have to get back in touch with me, okay? Because I want to keep track of what you're doing. <laughs> okay, appreciate it. You thank, too. Thank you, Bob. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email. Everycowgirlsdream at gmail.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.